Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. We live in a time where many want to avoid theology, thinking it's not necessary for Christian life. This can't be further from the truth. The book, What Do We Believe?, is a great systematic theology starter for new believers, yet it's still full of so much theology it will quickly become a reference or source for a mature Christian. You can find this book at strivingforeternity.org. Use the code BAR to get $5 off. Go now. To the bar, come on and pull up a seat and open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast! The living bread, and we're discussing what it means for the streets, the inner cities, and the burbs, and every person we meet. This where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. This is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah, welcome to the modern. The Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Yo, grace and peace, everyone. <laughs> it's your man T. Barlow with another episode of Bars, Biblical and Reformed Spitters. And today I have the opportunity, I've been graced with the privilege to talk with our brother. And, I, and you got to forgive me if I say your name wrong. I don't know if it's Daryl or Darrell. How do I say it? It's Daryl. Daryl. Daryl Bell Jr. Otherwise, better known to many of us who've been listening to Christian hip hop for a long time as Stephen the Levite. Uh, say what's up to the people for us, sir. What's up? How's everybody doing? Yeah, man, dude. First and foremost, man, I didn't get the opportunity to do it before we started the recording, but thank you so much for taking some time out of your day uh, to come on to this show. Uh, it's a it's a huge privilege for me because I've been listening to your music for quite some time. As a matter of fact, I actually wooed my wife with your SOS phone. <laughs> That's what was that. That's what's up. I told her, I, 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 I said, I said, I said, this is this is my vision. This is my goal right here to have that, you know. But uh, yeah, man, can you tell the people a little bit of something about yourself, man? Just to you know, kind of get the palette wet. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, I'm originally from California, moved to Philly back in 2001. And uh, <clears throat> I was a part of a, a group called Redeem Thought. Um, and, and uh, you know, me and my partner Gabe, we were like the last of the most. There used to be like eight of us in the group. And, um, you know, me and him kind of took together, uh, did, you know, did a couple projects and then um, ended up going different ways, uh, went solo. We're still good now. 
Um, but there was a season where it was kind of crazy. And, um, you know, but uh, we, uh, you know, I just kept making music and he kept making music. And um, this is kind of where I'm at now. And um, I've been able to kind of just address a lot of stuff over the last, you know, decade or so. Um, you know, stuff in the body of Christ, stuff I've been, you know, upset with, stuff I, I didn't feel anybody else was talking about. And, um, you know, that's what I'm still trying to do, essentially. So, yeah, man, it's been it's been a blessing. It's been um, it's been it's been a wild ride. So, yeah, man, I, I've noticed. I think one of my uh, favorite songs from like uh, from you from just from way back, uh, a song called like DNA. Uh, mm, yeah. And you know, yep. and so when you said like just kind of like addressing some stuff, like man, like I I, I feel you on that because I kind of have this thing against uh, acting as if you know, like like we're God's Power Rangers or something. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, uh-huh. I forgot it. So it was a particular phrase you used, like God's Ghostbuster, or something like that. Like in that yeah, song, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so it's like yeah, you you were really kind of just hitting on some uh, just hitting on some topics and stuff. Um, real quick, man, like when it comes to Let's say, like, you know, like, your salvation story, man. Like, like you know, I know, uh, like, like were you, like, in church all your life? Were you somebody who came to know God, like, kind of later in your teenagers? How did that, how does that go? Well, I mean, my parents used to take me to church. Um, or they used to drop me off at church is a better way to put it. Um, they didn't really go themselves, but they made sure I went. It was seasonal, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't, like, consistent, like, all the time, like, we were going... But like, you know, I had like godparents who, you know, were always at church and stuff. And when we went to visit, we would go to church with them or like, you know, um, you know, like I said, there was just seasons where like my parents were like, oh, yeah, you guys need to be going to church. And so they would drop us off. We were, you know, part of Awanas and, uh, you know, stuff like that. Um, But um, I think when I got to high school, um, this girl I met invited me out to her youth group and I started going and um, I got real consistent. I really liked the youth group. So like, you know, I kept going and um, eventually I was able to drive and I kept going. My parents didn't have to drive me off anymore. And, um, you know, I just really enjoyed the, the youth group. Um, I wasn't necessarily saved yet, but um, but like I was can I was, you know, I, I was just checking off that religious you know, like that religious duty. Like, all right, I, I went to church. You can check that off. I've, I've done my duty for the week. So, um, so yeah, so I, I started doing that. And then um, eventually I, I just had a really good youth pastor who was um, intentional about engaging um, his, his people, like where they were, you know what I'm saying? So he would ask me about hip hop and stuff because he knew that was important to me. And, you know, I explained to him the difference between rap and hip hop at the time and all that kind of stuff. And um, but he was just consistent with the gospel. Like every week he would give us the gospel. He would be honest with us. Um, you know, we could tell that he cared about it. So eventually the gospel just made sense. It clicked one night and I was just like, yo, I need to I need to give up um, a lot of this, this secular hip hop. I threw it all away. And um I think that night is like I I read my Bible and like I prayed and like it was just different, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, like it, like you know, 
as a non-believer reading the Bible, I was just totally confused. Like I remember reading Revelation once and I was just like, wow, there's going to be beasts with, with seven heads and stuff like at the end of the world. I was like, that's going to be crazy, man. I, I can't believe that's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Because I was just right, like, right, I mean, right. the, Bible, the Bible is true. And it's it's got these these things happening in there that must that must be what's gonna happen. So like you know, me taking the Bible literally, but not being a believer or having the Holy Spirit to be able to understand what was actually being said, like that's what I walked away with. Like, dang, there's gonna be ten headed beats in the in the end times. Like that's crazy. So, but like this time reading it, like this time when I was reading the Bible, I was like, yo, like this actually, like I get what it's saying. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a totally different experience uh, reading the Bible as a believer and like praying even felt different. It felt like God was listening. It didn't feel like I was just throwing words at the sky. So, um, but right. after that, since I, that day, it's been, it's been on. I was about to say, man, it's funny how, like, unbelievers, man, like, if they go to any book in the Bible, for some reason, they go to, it seems like to me they go to two books, either Genesis or Revelation. <laughs> you know, it's like, mm-hmm. they go to Genesis because because they expect to read, like, all the way through the Bible, like that, and they, or mm-hmm. they're going to Revelation for whatever reason, probably because, uh, they, you know, they probably saw the Left Behind series or something, it'd be something, you know, and it just, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it just, and it carried them in, it's like, dude, you're, you're starting with Revelation, and I always tell people, man, trying to trying to read revelation without understanding anything else in the bible it's like trying to do calculus without knowing how to count you know you gotta yeah exactly you gotta you gotta you gotta work your way up to that point man so like now you were rapping before being saved is that correct or yeah yeah that's correct um yeah i started because uh i was in high school and um i had some friends that were rappers like cats that were like i had this one friend from brooklyn um, I was in Temecula, California, but I have friends from Brooklyn. I have friends from Detroit and like, you know, uh, VA, like cats from the East Coast that were like, you know, really about spitting and stuff like that. And um, there was this other cat that came in from out of town. He was from Detroit. And like, I thought he was whack. I was just like, I don't like this dude. Like he would rap about <laughs> driving expensive cars and stuff like that. And like, you know, just like all the popular stuff to rap about back then. But you're like, but I'm right, like, right. dude, you're a freshman. You don't, even have a, you don't even have a license yet. Why are you talking about driving? Ironically, the two cars that I heard him rap about driving were the two cars that my parents had. <laughs> like he talked about <laughs> driving a Lexus at one point. He talked about driving the Jeep, a, a Jeep Cherokee or something like that. I was like, those were the two cars my parents had. But, um... You know, so it was just like, this dude's like, you know, he's full of it, he's lying. He's like one of them whack rappers that raps about junk that he doesn't have. So, like, I didn't like him, and I was just like, yo, somebody needs to battle this dude and take him out. And, um, you know, and so I think that's what motivated me to start writing. I was like, I'm going to write a rhyme, and I'm going to murder this dude, and it's going to be the end of him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, um, you know, yeah, so that's how I kind of started. Uh, I, I've been curious minds want to know so did you actually murder him like did you actually end his career nah 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 like uh <laughs> I think he only heard he I wrote like four different diss tracks for this dude and I think he heard like maybe one <laughs> of them and um you know it was more so like me practicing you know what I'm saying like I don't think I was really that good back then but but I recorded him and I let a couple friends hear him I was kind of a punk too back then like I didn't really like you know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't have like, hey man, 
check this verse out and then spit it in front of them live. Like I never, I probably never would have did that back then because I wasn't that confident <laughs> yet. But but right. I definitely I wrote think... them and recorded them. So, um, but a few of my friends heard them. They were like, "Yo, that's funny, whatever, blah blah blah." But like you know, uh, and it was funny too. He confronted me about it later on because I used to work at a drive-through. And he came through the drive-through to get some food. And when he got to the window and saw me, he was like, "Hey, man, I heard that track. Like, what's going on?" Like, I was just like, "Man, I was." And by that time, I was a believer, so I wasn't even really like upset about it anymore. And I was kind of like, "Yeah, you know, it's whatever." And um, you know, nothing happened after. I think that was the last time I saw that dude. So yeah. Okay. Uh, you probably you probably put out another diss track about you that you never even heard. Maybe I don't know. He probably yeah. didn't care. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably, probably. <laughs> yeah, he was driving then. He came to the drive, so he, he got his car now. So, yeah. Uh, nah, he was in the passenger so, seat. He was in the passenger oh, seat. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> he, he was scrubbing. He was, he was yeah. in scrub mode. So yeah. So you yeah. um. So how did uh like how did you get to the point to where like you became like you became part of a Latin mode? Correct. I'm right in saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. So when me and me and Gabe, me and Muse won, we moved to Philly. Um, Tim Brindle was telling us like, yo, I got this friend from Pittsburgh. He's coming to town. It's going to be dope. He can record stuff and all that. And it was uh, Josh Juan. And uh, we helped him move into Philly. And um, he set up shop and they were like, yeah, he could record you and stuff like that. We could record. So we started recording for our project. And um, you know, just that process of recording the album, being at the studio, uh, being around Shy and Tim, um, we were kind of there when Lamb Mode was starting. Um, at the beginning, we kind of weren't like, we weren't totally sure if we wanted to roll with Josh yet. We didn't really know him that well, um, you know, and um, so we ended up releasing our own album independently. Um, but by the time we got, you know, around 2005, 2006, um is when um when i went solo i was like yeah i'm definitely gonna roll with land mode so um so i ended up linking up with him i moved into the house with him and um that's how i recorded my first my first solo project i would come home from work go to the basement and um we would we would pound out as many songs as we could before um before we went to bed so um so yeah man it was, it was a great it was a great uh situation just kind of being around there from the beginning yeah, I was uh, I was talking with uh, Tony uh, last week, man, and and like one of the things we, uh, we talked about was uh, like how you guys used to do the chopping block, yeah, and, and whatnot, man, and just like uh, I told him like one of the things that uh, one of the chopping, I think my probably my first, I mean like my first, but like my favorite chopping block was was the uh, the one with uh, I want to say uh, like I, you were there, I think it was you, Jason, Shy, and Tony. You guys mm-hmm. were talking about reform, and you talk, you guys were talking about reform theology, and it was the way that it was the, it was the way that that conversation was carried, because you had yeah. brothers who who probably wasn't like all the way in one hundred percent agreement on how salvation works, but yet the conversation amongst Christians was so loving and so yeah. genuine. You know, what I mean, it's like it's like mm-hmm. dude, like 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 that. Like, this is how it should be. Like, were you not? arguing and, and and i mean you know it's like you're not dividing over over secondary issues but you, you you're clinging to those uh you know like to those essentials and then you're having an edifying discussion 
for people who are, I mean, I mean, it's edifying for the people in the group and edifying for the people who are watching. Like, I mean, like, dude, like, that's, like, that's dope, man. Like, you know, I, I, I yeah. mean, that's, that's truly something special there. Yeah, man. You know, I so, think, I think, yeah, I think it definitely was, um, it's probably one of my, I think it's one of the things that I see or hear about, one of the chopping blocks I hear about the most. Because, um, you know, like, I think, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's such a need for people to see unity between like denominations or you know different doctrinal belief systems within the faith like not to the not to the extent that we start including stuff that's heretical but um but just to the extent that we actually love our brothers you know and that there's um you know we're we're able to you know and like i, I appreciate um like even my own church, like Epiphany Fellowship, um, coming from there, like there's a lot of cross-denominational planting happening. You know what I'm saying? Where like uh, one of our pastors came from a PCA background. I think there's ties to like you know, uh, um, what is it? Acts 29 or Acts 28? I forget what it is now. Uh, but um. You know, like there's other like networks that are a part of what we're doing and they, you know, they believed in what Epiphany was doing and they were able to, you know, it wasn't about like, oh, but are you part of our denomination? Oh, okay, well then we can't mess with you. You know what I'm saying? It was like, yo, are you right. are you guys about the gospel? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, then cool. Yeah. We'll give you guys this 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 assistance to help you guys do what you're doing. And I think the more you can, the more we have stuff like that, the more we have stuff where it's not about like, oh, they're not, they're not part of our squad, so we can't help them or, you know, stuff like that. When it's about like, are they moving the gospel forward? Okay, well then, then I'm down. Let's help. You know what I'm saying? I think that shows, I think that shows the kind of love that other people can see. And then, you know, cause essentially like when it talks about they will they it says they will know you are you are my disciples by your love for one another you know what i'm saying and that they being the world like the world needs to see god's disciples acting like they love each other you know what i'm saying i think it's not right. just good for the body of christ to see it but it's also good it's it's also a dope witness for the world to see as well like they're not they're not you know they're not doing some doctrinal gangbang and stuff where they're just like claiming sets but they're um you know they're actually <laughs> right. legitimately loving one another and they yeah. don't care whose team is on who's like who's on whose team but it's about the gospel because we're all on the same team so i think i think that's good for people to see and that's kind of what uh land mode was in a lot of ways like a lot of us weren't exactly on the same exact page as far as doctrine was concerned but we appreciated our, each other's craft we appreciated what each other were about and we appreciated what we did agree on as far as the gospel was concerned and the need to share it, so. Yeah, no, that, that, that's, that's dope, man. I mean, I, I'm saying, like, like that, I, I think that's probably for me, like, like why Lampo was is probably, like, like going to go down as, like, my favorite Christian label. Um, my, probably my favorite label, really. Uh, just because of just how, the, just the glorification of Christ and all things and the, 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 like the commitment to the gospel, the commitment to to, to loving you know, your neighbor and your brother and so forth. I mean, like it's just, it, it's. I kind of feel like it. it it's. Um, I guess for lack of a better way of putting it, it, it's really what Christian artists should be striving to be, in a sense. You yeah, know man, I, mean? like, I, I to, agree. Striving to, 
striving to be like Christ, but you know what I mean? Like they just, I think Matt Moore really put out like a, just a great example uh, of how we should walk as artists, man. And like, and, you know, so I, I just got done listening earlier to like Brendo's like The Unfolding, which is uh, Dag a mm. masterpiece, I think. Um, right now, you mm. got a, you got some stuff that you've been doing. I've been noticing, you've been dropping uh, SoundCloud singles. Mm-hmm. That is, am I saying that right? Yeah. So tell, yeah, tell yeah. us about that. So basically, um, like I'm back in the studio and stuff. I've been working since uh, like February on new music. Um, I've been dropping what I call the verse of the month every month. Um, so I've done three of them so far. Um, and you know, I got another one that's going to drop soon. Uh, it's a new month. So, um, so I'm dropping those every week. Uh, you know, if you're so part of the incentive for my Patreon uh, pages that, you know, if, if, if you're one of my ninjas, what I call my patrons, uh, my ninjas get it first. So they get it like on Wednesday and they can download it. Uh, but, um, you know, but everybody else gets it on Friday. They can stream it on SoundCloud or YouTube or Bandcamp. So, um, so I've been doing those every month. I'm working on a couple singles also. Um, one of those I might be trying to drop this month. Um, and then, um, I'm also working on an EP. So, um, I'm hoping to do a series of EPs where I work with like single, like, you know, specific producers. So, um, so yeah, so I'm working on that as well. I think I'm probably like maybe a little more than halfway done writing for that. And, um, yeah, just trying to stay busy and, and kind of build up the momentum again, like, the way the industry works now, the second you take a couple months or a year off, like it's like you have to start all over. So you have to try to keep momentum going these days. So yeah, right, trying no, to I, um, trying to do trying to do shorter projects so I can release them, you know, a little more often. All right, no, and that's cool. I, I can totally dig that, man. Um, like I said, I think like the stuff that the type of stuff that cats like you. Brindle and Shy, like, like that's just something y'all bring to the table. I think it's like it's much needed um, this time because I feel like a lot of people, a lot of Christian artists have have uh, kind of gotten away from that. Um, you know, just you know, just giving us stuff to think about and digest. Really, you know, um, as far as like yeah. as far as doctrine, as far as the gospel. Uh, I mean, you know, I kid you not, man. Like, like I, I, I true story. I know I said something about this song earlier, but uh, a few weeks ago, I work at a, I work at a, work at a, a group home for girls, teenage girls, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're they're always listening to like these songs that like, you know, just dehumanizes the female. You know how it is. You know, like they yeah, they just yeah, they, they, they yeah. make and so and so in class, you know, they like to every so often they you know the teacher the teacher is a Christian, so she plays like you know. Christian music, or I, rather, rather more so, in my opinion, inspirational songs that have like Christian things. But I was like, hey, well, let me show y'all something. So I put on SOS, but I showed them the video. So they, so they got to watch the video of you rapping about your wife, and and you know what I'm saying. So it's like here you got this guy who's talking about his wife and saying, man, yo, don't none of these other chicks that people sing about got anything on my wife. You know, mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know me, and and they love that joint, man. Like, they was like, dude, this is the, they was like, this is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard, pretty much. You know, that, that was their, wow. kind of like their reaction. You know what I mean? And so that's what I'm saying. Like, like when we, we as listeners, as consumers, need something wholesome like that to show these young ladies. So, so it, I mean, just show people, period. That, like, yo, there's a beauty in the things that God has blessed us with. 
especially in marriage. You know what I'm saying? When so many people tell you that that you should be able to do this, that, and the other that's outside of his will, but like, like, no, you need to understand that when you're inside of God's will, there's there's something there that that gives you a peace, and there's something there that that that, that keeps you safe. There's something there that's wholesome and whole, and, and at the and at the pinnacle of it all, it glorifies God for who He is, man. And I, and I kid you not, man, yeah. like like. I, I, that's, that's one of the reasons why you're among my favorite artists, man. Because you, because your, your way, you have a way with words and delivery. I think uh, my most fun song from you was disconnected, just because just, mm. just because the delivery on that, you know, the delivery on that was just <laughs> crazy, man. You like your rhyme schemes, yeah. it's like you know, and, and I mean like that's that, and that's dope. But it just, I, I, it just goes to show when he talks about when he talks about talent. Like I, I believe that when people uh, commit their talent to God. That it just outshines whatever it is that the world does. Um, yeah, like, I, don't yeah. know that, I don't know if that's just my opinion or what, but whatever, man. But like, yo, I I love what you're doing. I saw, I saw. I look forward to hearing more and more stuff from you uh, coming up. I got a quick question. Um, this is the question I kind of ask everybody: um, Who are you listening to these days? Like, who are some of your? Uh, what's in your playlist? Dang, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I've been doing so much writing that I'm mainly listening to instrumentals right now. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I got you. Yeah, but um, yeah, I have a list of stuff I want to check out. I want to check out Jared Sanders. I still need to check out Tim Brindle's new project. I'm, I'm anxious to hear that. Um, you know, uh, a couple other cats like uh, Grungy Bogues and um, what's the dude's name? I forget his name right now, but uh, they got they got a group project together. Uh, yeah, yeah, talking about uh, Kylie. Now I can't. I'm mad. That I forgot his name now. That's the example. About, uh, That's his name. Yeah, yeah, Swin. Yeah, my boy Swin. Yeah, Swin's a beast. Yeah, he's a monster, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm trying to check his stuff out. Yeah, you know, yeah. as a Lyft driver, I would you know I would play a lot of uh, like jazz and instrumental stuff, and you know things that were more kind of like. Uh, you know, kind of acceptable to just about anybody. Because I would get everybody in my car from... I, I used to say everything from Trump supporter to transgender. Like, you get everything. You know, everything within in between. So, just try wow. to make sure that I played music that was, like, you know, for everybody. And, um, you know, so, like... So, I didn't listen to a whole lot of hip-hop. I would play stuff every once in a while. People would request, like, yo, you know... Or they would find out I'm an artist and they would be like, yo, like, play some of your stuff. And so, I would do that. But outside of that, I didn't really have a lot of time to listen to a lot of CHH. So I'm kind of just recently, like, coming back to the genre and seeing what's going on. Um, so it's, it's hard to find stuff that's not trap. Um, so I'm trying to find stuff that's that's actually, like, you know, that I can listen to that I'm actually going to thoroughly enjoy. Um, plus, the trap stuff gets a lot of attention. So it's like, that's kind of like the first thing you hit with when you come back to CHH. It's like, hey, have you heard this new whatever? And it's like, okay, that's... That's cool, but it's not my taste. So, where's where's right, the other that's stuff cool. that's not getting attention? So, right. So I'm on my scavenger yeah, I, I, hunt. I agree. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I yeah. can dig it. Hey, uh, so, um, real quick, if just let the people know where they can find you, where they can find your music and stuff like that. Um, how do how do people uh, get that uh, Stephen the Levi project? Yeah, what's it called? You can find my stuff everywhere. Um, you know, it's on, you know, Google Play, iTunes, Tidal, Spotify, however you listen to music, you should be able to find it. Um, the streaming stuff, like I said, the, the verse of the month, that's only on SoundCloud, YouTube, and uh, Bandcamp. 
for copyright reasons. Um, but um, but the best way to get the exclusive stuff and the unreleased stuff is to go to patreon.com backslash Stephen the Levite. My, my ninjas get all the unreleased stuff. They get all the exclusive stuff. They get things first and they get things free. So, uh, you know, if you want to support, join the squad. And that's the best way to do it. So awesome awesome man again you guys have been listening to the man known best as Stephen the Levite which, which, by the way how did you get up calling yourself that yeah so like I was in Bible college at the time and I had just become like a really big fan of Stephen from Acts chapter 7 and um okay. I was just like yeah you know and it was around the time when like you know there was other rappers like um True Goy the Dove or like there was a dude named Spock or Jedi son of Spock or like, you know, there was a lot of, a lot of interesting names in hip hop. So like they, like you could pick like two different names that didn't have to match necessarily. <laughs> so uh-huh. I was right. like, I'm gonna call myself Levite. You know what I'm saying? Instead of naming myself after some gangster or some, you know, tyrant from the 1800s or something, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna, I'm gonna name myself Steven the Levite. I'm gonna put those two themes together and call it a day so so steven from acts chapter seven but levite from like the you know the priesthood like the only people that were allowed to do music in the temple so um so yeah that's where i got it from that's dope all right so you've been listening to steven the levite um this has been another episode of bars i'm so glad for everybody who came in to listen um Check us out on Facebook, The Bar Podcast. That's the name of the page. You can check us out at thebarpodcast.com for all of the previous episodes. Be on the lookout for other episodes of, from The Bar Podcast Network. Just thinking, uh, the, the, or the podcast that started it all, The Bar Podcast itself. Um, check us out on Facebook, BNB, Be Not Deceived. That's the page that started all of this. So if you get on there, log on, find us. I'm your host. Tomorrow's Barlow. You can find me on Facebook, T.Space, D E I M A R I S, Barlow, B A R L O W. And then get me on Facebook. Most likely you'll be able to find me on Instagram and Twitter and so forth. So uh, you guys stay tuned. We hope to have uh, a song. We're going to have a song featured uh, featuring Stephen the Levite for you guys to listen to in case you're not familiar with this work. And until next time, grace and peace. Yeah, I remember the anticipation All those years waiting but impatient Didn't make sense, now it's basic Sex is best in a marriage, you either save it or waste it Yeah, it's even harder to abstain When you have already tasted of the gift that he gave men Yeah, don't get it twisted, it ain't sin Till that liberty's taken, out the limits is placed in but inside it's a celebration of a covenant made when vows and rings were exchanged and there's a kiss and ovation marching like a parade, a party for the occasion Aren't you glad that you came in? This is grown folk conversation It's appropriate, most of my supporters ain't kids Contrary to popular speculation I don't do this for youth groups and this isn't the language Now back to what I was saying a marriage is sealed through consummation Yeah, when that man and woman get naked There's no reason for shame They share a moment that's sacred And it's deeper than penetration A new bed, old baggage don't have a place in Yeah, many levels of liberation Sit in juxtaposition of pics of incarceration I'm so full of joy, I still hear the wedding bells ringing Now it's time for the honeymoon It's time for the honeymoon You are all
talk about it, it ain't this Great gift that all of our marriages came with Yeah, maybe privately where it's safe And no one's making those faces Cause a view of it's tainted All the negative connotations Make it seem like he hates it That's a doctrine of Satan He don't want you enjoying the Lord's creation He be blocking relations Leading you in temptation Adultery, porn, and masturbation Offering what you can't get But it's an imitation The cheap version You'll leave hurting So face it Satisfaction is in Christ And the wife that you age with Players don't want to stay with the same chick They make switch so they can play all the same tricks Silly rabbits with silly habits They ain't men, they ain't got what it takes Endurance and innovation Cause those disciplines come through patience Marriage is a commitment to please somebody for ages Yeah, Paul and Solomon had some great tips We sleep on the weight in gospel application You think the cross which has the power to change men Can make them better and bed through sanctification? Yeah, hope you're seeing how small your faith is The Lord of creation doesn't know limitation I still hear the wedding bells ringing Now it's time for the honeymoon It's time for the honeymoon You will always be the sweetest You better believe it Even after the honeymoon Even after the honeymoon Do whatever you got to I'ma be in the back room Putting up
What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get a invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there